0: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It's a beautiful day to listen to a podcast. That is what you're doing right now. Hi, Alan. Hey, Josh. Oh, my baby boo-boo bum-bum. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Welcome to another episode.
2: Welcome to another episode. Season three is just chugging along, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yes. It, it's what happens when we record all the intros in at in one sitting.
2: How dare you ruin the magic for the people at home? How oh, dare come you? come
0: on. How, I'm, this is movie magic right I'm here. I'm calling
2: BPN. I'm calling BPN. Um, you're like, hi, it's mm-hmm. me. Uh, hi, it's me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode is bananas. We focus so much on, you know, like Broadway actors, film and TV actors. And um, I have been obsessed with the world of voiceover for a really long time. And Deborah Sperling is the queen of voiceovers. Like if you watch TV, listen to the radio, you hear her all the time, like multiple times like you it's a commercial break and you'll hear like three commercials and it's all her, but it just sounds different. Um, it's like real
0: housewives and VH one and just major television major brands. Sh- you have definitely heard this.
2: One. Major shit. one. I mean, we're going to play some for you later, but also want to give a special shout out to our Patreon community. I love you all so much. I love you all. I want to cuddle you all. I would give you anything except my cats um so thank you and you too can help support the show at www.patreon.com slash josh swallows broadway all right are you ready for the episode alan are you ready
0: i cannot wait to share this episode i love deborah so much and you you guys your improv just a little bit of a spoiler when we improv some voiceovers best part
2: Ever. Seriously, Alan came up with the most incredible game where, I mean, you'll, you'll see later on in the episode, it's hilarious, and Deborah's incredible. All right, Alan, baby, roll the music! Mm-hmm. Josh Hey everybody, welcome back to Josh Swallows Broadway. Um, first of all, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. It's because of you that the show fucking happens. Okay, um, so I'm so excited. Uh, this is new for us. Uh, we are going to explore the incredible world of voiceover over acting. And we have who I think is the Meryl Streep of voiceover. You would have heard, I'm I'm serious, you've heard her. I'm going to musicalize some of her resume. Um, She's been the voice for Cascade and Pampers, Listerine Carefree, Avon Weight Watchers, oh my god, I'm on Weight Watchers now, Kohler V8, Johnson and Johnson and Kellogg's, and additional work. We have radio commercials, television narratives, movie trailers, video games. She's been the voice of the Oxygen Network, NBC, uh, Investigation (laughs) Discovery, VH1, HBO, you name it. Um, Welcome to the show, the Meryl Streep of voiceover. (laughs) My queen, Deborah Sperling. Hi, Josh. You flatter me. Hi. Hi I'm so friend. excited to
3: be here. Hi, friend.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I just adore you. You're the nicest person in the world. <laughs> and uh, some backstory I studied with Deborah. Um, she coaches me often, and we've just become friends, and I adore her. I adore um, you right back. Thanks, friend. One thing that I love about you is that you started at LaGuardia High School here in New York. Woo, woo. The Fame School. The Fame School. What was yeah. your focus when you went to that school?
1: Oh, acting. Acting. Uh,
2: of yeah. course, naturally.
1: I mean, yeah, actually, I was, um, I know I hate aging myself, but uh, I was the first class in the actual doors of LaGuardia itself. I auditioned at the old high school performing arts. Uh, oh on 46th God. Street, yeah. But my year was the year that they opened the actual doors to LaGuardia when music and art and performing arts actually merged. So,
2: yeah. Wow. wow. What was the audition process like for that?
1: Oh, uh, classical mono. I think I did Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. <laughs> and I think I did. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I had a recording of that. I think I did Me Cat too. On,
2: I love a teenager I, doing Cat on a Hot know, Tin Roof. I
1: don't know. I didn't... <laughs> and from Queens. So, So, side note, I used to talk like this. No joke. I really did. I talk. Oh my god. I talk like this. I said coffee. It. It. Um. If you continue to have that voice when you go to LaGuardia, uh, you would get kicked out and there's this thing, you don't want to get sent back to your zone school. So yeah. So I would walk around in Queens, even in my house with my parents, who's my mother and my father, you know, and I would be talking like this in almost the Queen's English because I had to over enunciate everything and really wrap my brain about uh, around everything that I said to try to get rid of that because i I didn't. I didn't realize that I said uh, "forehead." I really thought this was a forehead. I didn't even know the word was forehead. I thought this was my forehead, and I thought it was coffee. Oh my so, god! Yeah. So it took a few years for me to completely lose that, and thank God, right? Because. I certainly would not have the career that
2: I've been able to have for the past 26 years if I was talking like this still. I think it would be hilarious if you were like, Revlon, it's fantastic makeup for all people.
1: That's so funny. So many producers actually ask me to do that at the end. They ask for the Queens, like the Queens Long Island version of the spot. And I do it and they have it on like their own reel or they'll send it to the client <laughs> as a joke. So this is what we recorded. Do we have approval? Yeah.
2: So, you yeah. want this toothpaste. It's the right. widest. whitest you'll ever get. Oh my God, you have no idea. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And Did kids like actually get kicked out for having an accent? No, I. I mean, I don't think
1: so. I. I That'd be I mean, There were people from Staten Island, Queen, you know, Manhattan, Queens, uh, uh, every place that's Um, so funny yeah it was a great class amazing school great class so many of the people i went to school with you see on tv and film and broadway and 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 everything and um yeah it's i'm I'm so proud to have gone there and proud of all the people that i was there with
2: they're lucky to have had you in their (laughs) reservoir of people um because you're just so fabulous and then um after high school you where did you go to college I went um, I did a summer
1: program at North Carolina School of the Arts then I went to the University of Buffalo and I got a BA in theater and then I when I was in Buffalo, I spent a semester at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, and I studied there. And then I was really fortunate enough to get a full scholarship to go to Case Western uh, in Cleveland for acting in their MFA program. And I got my master's there. And while I was there, I was also able to teach the undergraduate acting classes for three years while I was getting my master's. So that was an amazing experience.
2: That's incredible. Yeah. Um... And then you started a Shakespeare company. I know. I was one of the
1: founding members of the Actors Shakespeare Company. I don't know. (laughs) The other founding members don't count to me. You're the only founding member on this
2: podcast.
1: Yeah, no, that it was it. Yes, um, that that was that work was amazing. Also, um, was one of the founding members of the Voice Actors Orchestra, which um, was voice actors getting together and doing scripts and reading in, in um, evening attire, uh, long evening gowns and tuxedos and uh, a conductor reading the stage directions. And we would do we, we would do screenplays. And wow. yeah, just abs- absolutely just amazing. Yeah. That's so I've been cool. I've been really fortunate. I'm I'm one of the most grateful people as you know. I'm pretty grateful for everything that that uh this life has been able to yeah, give me so far.
2: Well, that's one of the things that I love about you is that you really pay it forward. You know, it's like when I when I have my coaching clients, I always remind them I'm like we're not each other's competition, we're each other's community. Yes. And that's so important. And when I found you, I was like, "Oh my God, she gets it." <laughs> that's exactly it.
1: It's. It, I. I know. I. I saw that recently when I was looking. I was looking at stuff from your podcast, and when I saw that. I got all I was like, wow, we really are like brother and sister, because, you know, from class, what I say to everybody is you're never competing with anybody else for a role ever. You're competing with yourself to be the most authentic you that you can be, because yeah. that's that's the gold is is being able to bring your authentic self to whatever it is, whether it's selling ding dongs or, or, or Shakespeare. What, I mean, whatever it is, when you bring true authenticity to your work I think it can change everything. Not just how much you work, but it ripples out into the real universe and it yeah. ripples into your life and and it it can it can change you. It can change people around you. I it's yeah, this journey's been so incredible.
2: Sure. I mean, you clearly have a love of language doing what you do, but also the Shakespeare Company. Um it's funny because I'm so bad at Shakespeare. You think I'd be good at it? <laughs> But um, what like I almost went to an open call once just to see if I could get away with like faking a monologue and being like, "Thine dagger trigger thine eye," you know, "A ruby's full of gold," you know, whatever, and see if they were like, "That's amazing." What's that from? Be like, "It's Shakespeare. It's one of his. You haven't read it. It's a. It's a play." See, I think you'd be amazing. I think you'd be amazing. You're so sweet. You're encouraging no, once again, the community. It's that,
1: it's that same, right? It's that same thing. It's it's like um, I hit record and I feel 100,000% myself and confident and excited. But if you put a camera in front of me to do an on-camera commercial, something in me, my own brain, which is what I teach the to try to get away from in class when we take class, is that you are more than enough. You, your authentic self, just let yourself, let yourself be there. Who are you talking to? What do you want? And yeah. and embrace who you are. But you put a camera right there, right in front of me, and something clicks in my mind. And it's just that, it's that mind thing, right? Yeah. It, it's how do we let ourselves feel totally at ease and, and confident or feeling like we really are enough to allow our creativity to blossom? Because we really do have to feel and know that we're enough in order to make that happen.
2: Yeah. Well, you know it's funny i i often tell people like nobody wants an actor like nobody wants to see you doing the work yeah like just just be yourself i was coaching somebody last night and i was like this really really talented kid and i was like yo just just be yourself you know exactly what you're doing that you are so enough and your only job is to just be prepared, passionate, and present. Yeah. The rest is so out of your control. Yeah. Like, it just, it it can't be a factor right. in your success. Right. And enjoy enjoy the party. Like I,
1: right? I always say that. Like, just just having a microphone, just being able to get scripts, just being able to go to an audition or even have that opportunity. I mean, let's be honest. This whole life is just about the process and the journey. Like, that's really all we have at the mm-hmm. end of the day. It, it, everything, everything we have is going through step by step by step, day by day by day. And I would say 90, probably 98% of my job is auditioning. And if I didn't love the crap out of it, (laughs) I mean, first of all, I wouldn't get booked because you'd hear no joy in anything that I do. But what would, be, what would be the point? Like people yeah. that pick up scripts or go to auditions and they're like, shit, fuck, oh, or I hate this, or God, this script sucks, or, oh, I'm never going to get this, I'm never going to get this. I mean, that, that's what you want 99% of your life to be. Yeah. And even then you get, the, you get the role and everything's great. Well, guess what? That show ends or that booking is done. And then you go back to the process.
2: So mm-hmm.
1: why not be grateful for every opportunity and everything you get to give a piece of yourself creatively, whether it's a job, whether it's an audition, whether it's a callback. It, it's just a chance because we're creative people. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not collecting garbage for a living. And God bless garbage men. I'm not saying anything garbage men and women. I'm not saying I'm Don't not worry. Saying I have a <laughs> lot of garbage people that are going to
2: be <laughs> tweeting me so angrily. I'm sure. About this. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. (laughs) But it's so true because like life is hard enough, you know, like, so if you have something that you're passionate about, even if life really fucking sucks in that moment, you get to do something that you really like doing just for a second. Like my favorite audition that I've ever had in the VO world was with you was the cat was the over-it cat that was, like, so just listing, you know, basically just saying, like, fuck you, humans, I'm a cat. And so that was the one that Roger Becker, the darling of casting for VO, like, Woo-woo. wrote me and was like, this was fantastic. And because it was so
3: much
1: fun. It was so much fun. And you just, I mean, you just, you, you just channeled your, I would say you channeled your inner cat. You channeled inner Josh. You were just, I mean, and it was just, it was so free. And it was nothing that you could ever in your mind plan out. This is how I'm going to do this. And unfortunately with voiceovers, I think that's where people get caught in that trap of, this is where the word needs to go up. And this is where I need to stress this. And this is how this needs to sound. And everything becomes robotic. and, And I mean, literally every script you get in voiceovers, especially now, It says, we don't want an announcer. We want the best friend next door. We want a real person. We want to hear you. So it's really this great opportunity to to allow yourself that freedom to play.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in the whole like, oh, my gosh, I'm auditioning for Toyota. How do those things sound? So you get into the booth and you're like, Toyota, everything is great when you drive. And it's like, ah, that's not me at all. Yeah that's somebody else and they're going to get that job. Like I just have to be me, whether it's my gig or not Right. in that moment. It is.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. One of um, the, the best coaching experiences I've had, I did a class with a a couple of, I call them my, um, my smooth talking boys. Uh, Just, (laughs) just (laughs) you, you hear them. They're on TV, they're on the radio and they have, they have that voice like this and it's just natural and it's there and they, came in with scripts and things and it, to get them to get down to the place where cuz it's natural it's there it's just but when you have that and then you think you have to be more of that on top uh-huh. of that natural I'm already that it, it to let them drop that and really just be authentically there it can it just melts you yeah it, it's just such a beautiful amazing thing when someone realizes wow this is just my natural self I don't have to put on Being something, I just need to be, and that is so much more beautiful than this. Is how I'm making my voice sound. You know, I'm I'm talking like this. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm making very nice sounds, (laughs)
2: right? Well, (laughs) it's funny because years ago, I'm with this agency now for voiceover, but I auditioned for them like. I don't know, five or six years ago. And they did not accept me. They put me in the booth just to see how I read. And I was stuck on this commercial where it was for water. And the voiceover was a kid who had like this raspy voice and talking about water. But it was so thrilling the way that they did it. And I was like, I need to be that kid. And then it would be like, Toyota is the best (laughs) car where it's like I sound like I'm in a hospital and of course they were like (laughs) I hope you're okay get I hope you have insurance boo because you sound like you're dying um but just to give the listeners some some you know connect the dots with you because Every time I watch TV, I look forward to being like, I think that's Deborah." All right, Alan, my love, my dearest producer, let's roll the tape. Just when you thought HBO Go couldn't get any better,
3: it got bigger. With Apple TV and Airplay, now you can stream HBO Go from your favorite Apple device directly to your TV. HBO Go, now with Airplay. Dateline Line Sunday. Think your kid would never cheat? We put them to the test. No, please stop. Never say never. Dateline Sunday on NBC. WNBA, tip off 2014. Summer hoops. Season starts May 18th. The girls of DOA have slipped into something more comfortable. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, 100% games. Rated M for mature. Stay tuned for more interviews as America's Next Top Model Obsessed continues next. And Tell us what you think about Top Model with your Obsession Confession. Only at Oxygen.com. Live out loud. She always finds a new way to express herself. This time, Madonna speaks. I wanted to make a video that was going to wake people up. A VH1 exclusive interview.
2: I mean... you promote Madonna.
1: I knew, I knew you would love that one.
2: I started voguing in my I was, booth.
1: I was going to say in my brain. I knew. I, I picture you voguing.
2: I mean, Madonna. <laughs> She's bigger than Jesus in the gay world. That's who they, they like. Oh, on Easter, Madonna came out with this song, and they're like, "No, girl, that's not what Easter's about." But they're like, "It is to us in our culture." Um. What I love about that is that it shows the gambit of like how versatile you are and how all of them are just like genuine aspects of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I
1: I honestly feel um yeah, I feel like I try to do that. I feel like I always have even before that conversational read thing got very very popular, but uh I feel like I've I've always just instinctually just I mean it, it just isn't any fun if I'm not actually be, being real. Yeah, there's just there's just no and and I mean time and time again it did prove to work and get me jobs. So I mean obviously also there's something to be said for that that oh I'm booking these jobs and this is what I'm doing so this is working so I'm gonna keep doing that. Uh, but. Yeah, just just so much. Gosh, so much gratitude. I just even listening to that and thinking about just just so much gratitude that this is what I get to do every day and what I've been able to do for 26 years, even though I'm only 27. Um, She's only 27. She started when she was
2: one. She's a miracle. She's a a miracle.
1: I am. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but just just yeah, just just how grateful i am and and with the pandemic and everything and now being in in uh, completely in your home studio uh missing casting you know missing casting directors yeah. missing being out there in the world uh grateful that i can still work and i have a home studio but um just just so grateful that none of it was ever lost on me like i just mm-hmm. I, it, it's so great to just feel like, I, I, I remember just walking through the streets in the city from going from audition to audition or job to job and just bouncing and thinking, God, I'm the luckiest person in the world.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's cool because, like, in the last 19 months, connection has been so missed. And, like, getting to work with you even online, it's like I feel connected. I have, like, a friend. I have somebody in my army. You know, and I'm in their army too. Yeah, and um, it's really been beautiful for me to be able to connect with you and other VO artists. Um, how did your voiceover journey begin? I,
1: I, I didn't. I didn't even really know what voice. I mean, I didn't even know what voiceovers were. I mean, back back in the day, even though I'm only 27, back in the day, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's so different now. People. You know, the Internet wasn't even around, I guess. Oh, know it was kind of around. Anyway, um, <laughs> but right. uh, celebrities never did voiceovers ever. So that, you know, that wasn't an issue. And to have a commercial career, you really needed to be in New York. And most animation was done out in L.A. So people that were fortunate enough to be here or or moved here that were in New York were able to audition for voiceovers uh, because most advertising agencies were based here in in New York. Um, And uh, uh, my agent wanted to send me out and, you know, go a voiceover audition and... um, What's a voiceover? Well, you're you're gonna go. You're gonna slate your name, <laughs> and what's a slate? Well, you're gonna say your name, <laughs> you <know? laughs> and they're gonna give you a script, and um and yeah. So I, I did that, and then I was fortunate enough. I booked the second thing that I auditioned for, That's amazing. which which it was it was a thing for. I remember Kodak. I had to say, literally, this is. I remember the exact line. It was this. Did he complain of headache, dizziness? <laughs> that was my line. <laughs> but That's I think, so good. I think I think some. I was in a hospital. It was a demo for some Kodak medical machine, and I just think that just gave me the confidence to just feel like, wow, this is great. And and then having the opportunity to play. So many different ages, blonde bombshells, really like sex kittens or or not that I couldn't do that on camera also. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it, so many different ages and things that, that it, it wasn't about how I looked, you know, yeah. it wasn't about the color of my hair or how big my boobs were or, you know, what my stomach looked like that day it, it, it or, or did I have the right clothes or what? It, it, it was none of that. It was really 100 percent me. So. That that was just yeah, that was really exciting. And then I just all of a sudden casting directors started asking for me and I I moved out of my parents house and I think maybe seven months after getting back from well, after graduate school, I did a children's theater tour around the country get my equity card
2: and was that uh, with theater works
1: no it wasn't theater works it was art reach uh but but, but we all ran into each other every place um (laughs) but uh yeah so i did that and then and then and then all of a sudden i had a studio apartment on 20 29th and 8th and i was living in the city thanks to american express also I think I just said, um, American Express, how can I help you? And I think they put it on four network spots. And then all of a sudden I had an apartment in the city. So, yeah, it, there's there's just like so much, you know, luck. And then there's the jobs that you absolutely love and have so much to them. And sometimes those jobs pay little to next to nothing. And it doesn't matter because you're just adoring doing the work. And then there are the jobs where you say four words and they pay your rent for five years. Right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I did a on camera commercial for American Express. It was the stupidest audition I ever did. (laughs) I walked into the room and the guy was like, here's a pair of scissors. Um, Pretend like you're cutting hair. Um, You can talk or you don't have to whenever you're ready. And so I just pretended that I was cutting hair and just improvising and being like, girl, that boyfriend is so shitty to you. Like you, he's so dead to me. I'm sitting Shiva. And that was what got me the job. Did I say anything in the commercial? No, you see me for two seconds cutting somebody's hair. Yeah. And that payday. Yeah. Was glorious.
1: Yeah, but you know, look, look, what what actually got you the job was you having fun and being 100% authentically you.
2: Right? And I think, dear listeners at home, dear listeners of the podcast, (laughs) always just be you. You're enough. You're beautiful. You're perfect. But another thing that I love about the VO world is that it doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, big time. It, that that's fabulous. I'm like, there is a place for everyone in this industry, and especially in voiceover. You know, you don't need to fit in in a certain way. You just need to yeah. be you. Yeah, that's that's huge.
1: It's it's, it's also uh, unfortunately, it's like hard for for people that feel out of place really feel that just not. Um, as the insecurity or, or not feeling okay being themselves it's so hard to even when you're on a microphone it's it's sometimes so hard to just let somebody know it's okay to be you mm-hmm. I, like to drop all that stuff and yeah. and that's why i tell people like who are the people in your real life that that draw you in Right? Mm -hmm. Who are the people that you want to be around, the people that you want to call when something happens, the people that you really want to listen to? Chances are they're people that really talk to you and not the people that are always on in your face (laughs) and don't even realize that they're not real. Because we all know, (laughs) I mean, we all know those people, right? I mean, and and it's like, oh God, go away. Uh, but inside them, I mean, that, come on. I mean, honestly, it's like therapy, but we all know that that comes from such a big insecurity of someone who just, it's so hard to just let that go. But when people let that go and they're able to just be themselves, it's, it's, uh, everything just becomes more free, more fun. And um, I think people want to listen to you more. You no, know, you know, in all it, happy you, sad you, there, there's a place, there's a place for all of you. You know, we're we're so many different things as people. And yes, that's I, I love voiceovers for that reason, also, because it's it is just one hundred percent about yourself. I think more so about yourself than the way your voice sounds. I think it's what you're able to bring to the mic, which is aspects of who you are authentically., yeah. and I, I wanted to say something else when when you said that about the pandemic um, and that need for connection, one of the things I love so much, and that has given me more than I've been able to give anybody during this, teaching class and being able to have six people on a screen and be able to have that intimacy and be able to have people open up and share with each other without masks on, you know, when everyone still was wearing masks and there were some people living alone or just to be able to have that kind of community and a sense of um, safety, you know, a, a, a real sense of safety. And, and it inspired me. I mean, it, it, it absolutely inspired me. This, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel so genuinely inspired and changed by so much that has happened in the past year.
2: Oh, my God. I can't wait to give you the biggest fucking hug. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about the teaching. All right. Stay (laughs) tuned. Enjoy these upcoming commercials. Hi, everybody! Welcome back! Oh, Alan's playing some music. Alan, what would you like a voiceover of?
0: Um, th- let's see. This is, this is the upcoming season of your favorite drama on Hulu.
2: Coming up on Hulu, my favorite fucking drama. Do you like drama? Do you need to cry before bed? You're going to love Hulu's new show, my favorite fucking drama. That Next was really good. Go. Okay. Okay. Next
1: song. Oh, oh, oh! I was doing drama. Okay. I'll wait. I have something else.
0: Okay. So now this one, I don't know what this is. Okay. This is gonna be Deborah for you. Um, you're going to promote um the squatty potty.
1: The squatty potty. If you want to sit and you want to poop, we can't recommend anything better than the squatty potty. Sit down, knees up, and poop, 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 baby. The squatty potty.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, 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 oh this is my- <laughs> knees up
0: you're gonna poop you're gonna poop um,
2: poop poop right, that was Josh, brilliant uh, oh we're, we're gonna keep playing the game okay, keep, okay give, give me okay, another one I got,
0: a, I got a couple more okay for you um, this one is um, your your new Dyson it tell how tell us how great your Dyson is
2: okay do you need a clean carpet Maybe a clean floor. The new Dyson Animal V8 is here to pick up all your crap. All you have to do is turn it on and let the Dyson do the work for you. Dyson, Animal V8. Just healthier than tomato juice. The other V8. I think Deborah's better at this game. All right, one, one more for Deborah. One more. All
0: right, all right, one more for Deborah. Um, this one is uh, uh, adopt a pet.
1: <laughs> if you look really carefully and you see their sad little eyes, you'll notice something in you changes. It's time to reach out. Reach out and help. They're waiting for you. You can rescue them, but more importantly, they will rescue you. Yeah. Adopt a pet. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's oh, so, so much. Good. Okay. That's so much better than that Sarah mclaughlin Like, it was. was I have, have to. Angels. I have to be honest.
1: It was my inspiration. But yes,
2: <laughs> it was really good. But God, that commercial. I was I like, know. fast forward. Fast I know. Forward. I know. I know. I have to. It kills me. That was hilarious. Alan, you're the best producer Alan, on earth. Alan, that was so fun. Well done, yeah. sir. Well done. Um, okay, before we left off, I wanted to hear about because like when I came into this, everybody casting um the people that did my demo, everybody was like, Do you know Deborah Sperling? You you have to study with De- you have to meet Deborah, you have to do this. Here's Deborah's info, tell them I sent, you know, all that kind of stuff. So when did When did the, I don't know, the idea, like, click on for you to be like, I want to teach people about this?
1: Um, The funny thing is, I would say even into five years of doing this, whenever anyone was curious about what this was or was interested in it, which was a lot less people back then, I, I always coached. Um, I didn't even charge. Actually, people thought I was crazy. Uh, but I, I always coach just because I felt so grateful to be in this. And I loved giving back to it because I just did karma. And um, so I, I was always doing that. And to be honest, I've I have missed teaching so much. Uh, it, yeah, it's 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 hurt. It's hurt me over the years how much I miss teaching. A uh, part of me feels like, I mean, I love what I do and I am so grateful, but I also feel like teaching is such a true calling for me and coaching. And I know you feel the same way about your work. And yeah. I I know I love you so much, Josh. Um, uh, yeah. So it, um, there was like this, there was like this hole, honestly. And, um, it, Stacy Seidel, who is an amazing casting director, broadcaster. Stacy and Lisa. She she uh, would have me come in to her semester. She also taught a, a voiceover class at Pace University, and she would have me come in and be the the, the guest person. And I would teach and and um, talk to them about my experiences. And I would do guest things here and there. And I'd have my school, my my graduate school, my college would bring me back and want me to to talk and and coach and teach. Um, but it, the opportunity to actually really start teaching again and develop a curriculum and do something that I'm so passionate about, honestly, it really started during the pandemic. Um, I, I was coaching way before that. But when the pandemic hit, uh, actually, <laughs> I actually, I dropped my rates when the pandemic hit because people were It it was horrible. And I also dropped my rates because so many people were raising them. And so many people were also coming out of the woodwork all of a sudden being professional voiceover coaches who Mm -hmm. weren't even in the business. And it was so disgusting and made me so angry and so sad that it it propelled me into into taking action of something I've always wanted to do. And uh, this work really has just... Develop this class I do, authenticity and voiceover, which is really a three and a half hour one night class. That it's so funny. Somebody just emailed me right before this. They took the class last week. They've never booked any commercials. They mainly do audio books. They took the class last week and they've booked two things since they took the class. What? So it just it makes me it, this work. It, and it's really it's really just about teaching someone how to be themselves on the microphone. I'm I mean you know it's like I'm not teaching technique I'm I'm <laughs> teaching freedom it's honestly yeah. I mean if I had to to define what this class is I think of it as a small group acting class
2: mm-hmm. and I think
1: of it as a safe space where it's okay to be yourself and discover that you're enough yeah and it has it has inspired me and uh just Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think it saved me through the pandemic doing this and and being able to share this. And everyone in class has taught me something. So I feel like every class I teach, it just grows and grows and grows and the work just grows. It's like this constant work in progress and I'm humbled
2: by it. Well, one thing that you said is that, yes, it's a one night thing, except it's really a lifelong thing because, you know, like the people in my group, the people that you've studied with before, it It is a community of wonderful, wonderful humans that deal with all the same struggles, but have the same love. And um, that connection is not a one night thing, it keeps going. And that is really a gift, especially now, as I said, when so many of us are struggling yeah. with being connected to things, you yeah. know, to people. For me, I live alone. So I'm very connected to my cats. I'm very connected to my Seamless and my Peloton. And that <laughs> is, you know, and now you and my classmates and, and all that. It's been thrilling.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful
2: <laughs> I'm grateful too um I'm really grateful that you took the time to come on the show today
1: i am I am thrilled that you asked me and and in full disclosure, um you know, I teach you're enough, and i i I teach who you are is the gold and how beautiful it is that you can bring that to the mic or your work but i I had this sense coming onto here of why, why I, I, this is, this is Josh Swallow's Broadway. Like I don't, I I had, uh, I mean, let's be authentic. Am I enough? Am I, mean, wh- why would anybody listening to this want to hear from me? It's this mm. girl that does commercials or the, all of these tapes started playing in my head and I really needed to, to, coach myself. In, in What I would say to anybody, I, I would smack someone in the head if they were talking to me the way I was talking to myself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just such a lesson, no matter how much we think we master that uh, I'm enough thing, it things can just pop you in the head out of the blue. And all of a sudden you start doubting all these things that you know so well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so thrilled to be on here. And I... Yeah, uh, and and having that that episode actually was such a great teachable moment for me. So thank you.
2: Ah, oh, I love you so much and I'm glad that you said that because we all can be our own worst enemy. We we all can be our own worst bully and um we all go through it. I don't think I know I know people that are like pretty high up in the business that are constantly like I'm a fraud. I am everybody hates me, you know, yeah. like so it's okay to feel that way sometimes, and it's okay, and it's yeah. practice letting go of that stuff. and you're on this show because you are incredible. You are the top of the class for what you do and for what you bring others. and this community, you know, like yes, it's Josh Swallows Broadway, but the entertainment, the artist community. Whether you're painting sets, doing voiceovers for Madonna, or you know playing Yabba Dabba Doo and Yuck Yuck the Musical, you know, like we're still an uh, a community of artists, and um, uh, absolutely. And some of the best people I've I've worked with are
1: are on. I mean, throughout my career doing voiceovers, although it's primarily, I would say, ninety nine percent of what I do. Uh, the people that I've worked with over the years, like Carrie Butler and and Julia Love Murney. Yes. I know Carrie's awesome. Um Carrie and, and Julia Murney and and um Brady and like just just so many people that that Jason Kravitz, like just people that that are working and doing things and that I know I just day to day feel like I'm absolutely in that community. But it's just um it's actually really great to have a moment of being taken aback with uh am i am i enough not say cuz honestly also authentically i'm not used to that i'm i'm used to being pretty pretty confident and pretty uh, like great with where i'm at and uh yeah I, this the, yeah i just and i adore you so much and i just like I you inspire you me and working with you
2: inspires me mm. it really inspires me i just love you uh, this all reminds me i heard I saw some video on social media where somebody was talking about how we hoard all these emotions that we don't need, that aren't useful to us, whether it's like an argument you had with somebody five years ago or whatever. that. Um, and sometimes for me, it's not feeling like I am enough, or especially these days when I think 0.3% of performers are working, just like something where it's like nothing. So it's very easy to feel left out and left behind and being like, I guess I'm not enough. But, you know, I'm giving myself permission. I'm giving you, dear listener, (laughs) permission and you, Mm -hmm. my friend, to uh, take all that baggage that we hoard and fucking throw it in the incinerator because it's fucking
1: not... throw it in the throw incinerator. It, is celebrate who you are, let your freak flag fly, be one hundred percent authentically yourself. Because honestly, at the end of the day, it's how you have fun in the world. And honestly, it's also what attracts people to you, whether they're giving you a job or just wanting to hang out with you. Like your real self is just that's it. That's Ugh. the
2: shit. The real You're you. So- You're so infectious, like I'm tearing up. You're just amazing. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm so honored. I'm so tickled that I even know you. And um, it was really a thrill.
1: I love you, Josh. Thank you. You're amazing. You're welcome.
2: And now Alan's playing
1: another song, so I guess we're
2: going to close this with some improv. Um, Friendship. It's what you don't always think that you need. But as soon as you see the smile on Deborah Sperling's face, you know that you're at home.
1: In a time of being alone and longing, we reach out to each other and we find connection. But when we reach
2: inside ourselves, we find home. And if you want to support the podcast, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash josh swallows broadway and you for one quarter a month can help feed 18 children who love this podcast that's patreon.com slash patreon.com josh swallows broadway <laughs> patreon.com slash josh swallows swallows broadway <laughs> oh my god I love you two so much I love all of you listeners thank you for tuning in stay tuned for more season three of josh swallows broadway it's just getting fucking started Woo-hoo! okay bye bye Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive. And sawala you soon.